Our good friend Mayor Kay made a major announcement recently when we discovered it, which I think was Cholomoid Sukkis that we discovered the major announcement. When we discovered it, we said, you know what? we got to get Mayor Kay on the air. Mayor Kay, of course, has been producing our Kosher Halftime Show for many, many years, has been an amazing friend and partner with us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. He is um, normally on the West Coast. I, I, I know it's our loss that he normally is on the West Coast. Today he happens to be on – he comes to New York and we're heading to Florida. Um, today he happens to be on the East Coast, and I thought it was a great opportunity to wake him up early – and to find out about what his big announcement was regarding High Lifeline, a big announcement regarding High Lifeline and something that Mayor Kay has made a commitment to undertake. Mayor Kay, what a pleasure to wish you a Shana Tova and welcome you back to JM in the AM. Shana Tova, Nachum, an honor to be back on the air with you. It's so good to be here. And, uh, you know, uh, what a move. You know, like, you follow, like, like, a, like a good uh, Yiddish guy, you're heading down to Florida. So <laughs> yeah. lucky, lucky Florida to, to be down there. It's funny. I keep saying that we're doing what half the country did over the last 18 months. We're going to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's going to become a real trend now that you're here. <laughs> oh, so it's, uh, thank you. They, they were waiting for me before everybody hops aboard, huh? <laughs> Roll out the old red carpet. That's it. And let me let me just say that's no big deal these days to wake me up so early because I'm already up early due to this commitment you're talking about. I know. Days- I know. There are two reasons why the clock is friendly to Mayor K this morning. There are two reasons. Number one, he's normally on the West Coast, so we'd literally be speaking to him at 4.50 in the morning where he would be, and he'd be sounding a lot more groggy than he does now. The second thing is that Mayor Kay has made a commitment, and that's the big announcement that we're going to be talking about in a second, that actually gets him up very, very early in the morning. What time do you tend to wake up these days? So I'm, I'm, I wake up these days, not as early as you, Nakum, but I think the <laughs> clock is in my time, you know. Pretty uh, yeah, early, pretty early. 45, 6. Yeah, yeah, to wake up and because i got a lot of work to do before my day begins. Now, what we know it because we see some of the work you're doing online, and uh, the way you inspire people is amazing. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, when did you decide, and, and the big announcement for those who are curious, uh, is that you are going to be back here in the New York area the first Sunday in November to actually run in the New York City Marathon, and you're doing it with Team Lifeline. We mentioned High Lifeline earlier. You're doing it with Team Lifeline. How did this start? When when did this idea uh, begin to roll around in your head that you're going to be attempting to run over 26 miles in New York City? That's a great question. So, yes, a month from yesterday will be the New York Marathon, the 50th year. We'll be celebrating, pushed off from last year due to COVID. And, you know, I always wanted to – I've always had to push myself mentally, spiritually, and, and physically as well. And so I got – with Team Lifeline, the organization that supports High Lifeline, years ago when they came recruiting during Camp Silka. And Moshe Turk, an incredible guy who runs the organization, he came and he's charismatic and he pumped us up. And I was like, sign me up. And that first year, <laughs> I pushed my camper at the time, Moshe Moriel, a legend, in a wheelchair for 13.1 miles in the Miami Marathon. The half marathon. That, the half and, marathon. In the half, yeah, in Miami. And that sort of sparked my interest into like, into do, getting involved in Team Lifeline, to get involved with physical activity in such a way that, that helps organizations. And I did that half for a couple of years, and then I came back as a motivator for the team. And then two years ago, it just clicked with me. I was like, Mayor, it's time to push yourself a little bit more. 
And the New York Marathons, everybody talks about it. I got a glimpse about it on TV. I saw the excitement. I saw the energy. And so I figured, let me do this with Team Lifeline. And it was around this time two years ago. I was training. I was training for months at a time. And then six weeks before the marathon, Nahum, I was driving my motorcycle, and then I got hit by a minivan and ended up in the hospital. Yeah. And, um, and that derailed my plans uh, for, that, for that summer, for that, for that year, that season. That was thank tw- God. That was 2019, and then 2020 gets canceled because of the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. So mayor, mayor, it, ha- and this will be the first full, right? The only reason I emphasized half marathon earlier is because this this is this is the real deal, right? New York is always full marathon, and you're going to be doing the full 26 miles, right? Yes, yes, 100%. This is my first time ever going for it. It's a lot of work and training to, to get to this part, uh, to get to this level for now over three and a half months. Um, I even got myself a running coach. <laughs> I really invested in this because I really want to give it my all. I really want to do it right. I want to. I want to be able to finish it off strong, and to be healthy throughout, and uh, and to really make um, to really make a staple that this is something that that's important to me, and it is because yeah. I know um, a lot of the kids are watching, and a lot of the family is, and yeah. uh, I want to. I want to do this. I want to go big. I think you and I first actually met at a High Lifeline event, if I'm not mistaken, many many years ago. Um, wasn't that? Yes. Yeah, that bowling Harry. event. Right, that bowling event was a high lifeline event. Mayor K is with us. By the way, a running coach. You know, a running coach usually has a different disposition than you're used to. You're used to friendly and smiley and all. You know, and all. You know, make nice to everybody. The running coach is going to slap you around, Mayor, and he's going to he's going to make you make sure to yell and scream until you get to the point you need to get to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank thankfully these days uh, my my running coach is actually based in uh, L.A. and I'm here in New York, so I. I that's perhaps part of the reason why I travel to New York so often these days. You know, we keep the distance. And you're doing the. I mean, I I, I don't I don't know much about running, uh, although I have staff members that are runners. Um, what could you tell us about the training process? Is this something you have to do every morning? You have to do it six days a week. You have to pick and choose and plan out with your coach exactly when you're doing the long runs. How does that work? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of detail. Earlier on, when you're doing the shorter runs, then yes, you could go for the three five miles, but as it goes built on, and you, there's also, you have to start focusing on what kind of eating regimen are you getting, where you're getting your energy from, especially on the long runs, like you mentioned. Right. We're going to run for 17 miles. We, you know, you, you could go around maybe Prosser Park, if, you know, 20 times, but it's, it gets a little boring. So right. you start planning that out, going over the bridges, going up the Westside Highway, maybe you'll go, running all the way to Central Park, doing a loop, running back to Crown Heights. You know, you start figuring out, and it's a beautiful way. I did some traveling recently on the East Coast. I went to Boston and. Boston is a beautiful city to run along. So it's a really, for me, it's been a very interesting and, and uh, a new way to experience new cities, new places that I go to. I end up in upstate New York for a Shabbos, you know, to run around those, the mountains and the hills over there is beautiful. But it takes a lot of time. And on a day where you do a long run, I run a long run, there's a science to it. If, you, if I don't get a good meal in within two hours after my run, then the rest of my day, I just have a bottomless pit of hunger. And what is and what and what is a good meal? Like you would eat what? Um, so following up, it's it's a good it's to get great you know get some fruit and I get a smoothie, um, filling myself up on the good healthy foods, um, protein, some good carbs. Um, the night before, to do like a I'll have some pasta, some a carb up unload and just like load up on the carbs. Um, in so the morning, you, I would have a banana. So you have to pass. And, uh, you, you, so you have to pass on the pastries at the Brooklyn Artisan Bakehouse. You can't have those now. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, these days in my long runs, you know, I, I burn so many calories. I, I, you know, I treat myself there and there. But the, it's, it's, it's so cool because the body gets so uh, so sensitive that even something like that doesn't even interest me anymore. Interesting. But, that's yeah, interesting. Just, you know, I want. I'd rather have an apple than a than a pastry these days. Wow. Well, just you know, in their defense, Brooklyn Artisan Bakehouse does have some items that you'll enjoy. So it's not. It's not oh, like. It's have... not like all their choices are only pastries. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but you know, they have one of the best. You know, cinnamon cinnamon pastries. Yes, I know. They're they're unbelievable. Mayor K is with us. So, what's the longest you've done? The longest run you've done during this whole training process is. Last week, um, I did seventeen miles. Seventeen. So, do and you do do you end up doing twenty six before the first Sunday in November, or that's the first time you'll end up doing twenty six? Yes. Yeah, so Sunday will be the first time, which is for me a little frightening. I'm right. just trusting the process. Everybody yeah. says how the adrenaline will carry you through. Before the tra- the marathon, I'll be running twenty miles. So next week, right. God willing, I'm going to run like nineteen, and then the week after that, twenty. Then the week before, you taper off. And they yeah, always they, the they always talk about the wall on the twenty six. Is there a wall in a in a seventeen or a twenty also? Like, is there also Ooh. that big that big challenge? Yeah, there, that wall is something that I'm like I'm thinking about not too hard because I don't want to like you know manifest it. But yeah, I as of now I haven't hit the wall. I feel good. I feel strong in my runs. Uh, so thank God that's happening. But who's to say what's going to happen at mile twenty three or twenty four? But. Right. I um I'm keeping the faith and I'm trusting the process. I'm trusting the training and that um that we're gonna finish that line, finish line with uh with a big smile on my face and I'll be like, What? That's it? Well, at least you're better off than me. My wall is two hundred yards. <laughs> that's that's when I hit the wall after about two hundred yards. <laughs> so <laughs> Listen, Malcolm, after this phone call, I'll share with you the uh, I'll share with you my coach's uh, number. You <laughs> yeah. guys have a conversation. <laughs> that would be an interesting conversation. All right, two more things. Obviously, uh, the second one is how people can support High Lifeline and why they should. And obviously, you're a great vehicle to do so. And we'll talk about that. Obviously, that's the main thing and the main reason I invited you on. I want to help you fundraise. I want to help you get as much money for High Lifeline. As possible, but before we get to that, Mayor K, look, we've worked a lot together. People know you very, very well not not just from here, but obviously from a million other places. There's no way that you're doing the New York City Marathon and you're simply running 26 miles. I I know you have to be one of those guys that is thinking of what costume and what shtick and what and what special thing is going to be done while you're running uh, to call people's attention to the happiness and pleasantness of life. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> you know me well, nothing. You know me well. You know me well. <laughs> You're not wasting this opportunity. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So there's that. That we're gonna roll out day of, but uh, there's definitely it's important to um, on such a mon- monumental occasion to, to to try to shine a little more light, and especially when you're running, you're and as you show up in life, as you know, the whole idea of Kedesh Hashem, like your yep. vehicle to yep. spread a message. So. Why not even do so um, on on the streets while running throughout New York City? And by, you're, you're, and, and by the way, this is not a criticism, and those of those people who know how well you and I know each other know it's not a criticism. I'm just curious: Have you decided if it's going to be a noticeably Jewish outfit, or or more likely a more parv approach on the day of the marathon? Great question. Um, it's, I, I definitely it's going to be a universal message. Got it. And um, and you won't say a word before that morning. Like you're not giving us any more information about this today. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's just you know we're gonna we have something to look forward to. And will and but there really can't be interaction. In other words, you could dress a certain way and call attention to yourself, but what you normally do, which is interact with people and do cool, fun, nice, loving things, that that you really wouldn't be able to do. Or am I am I wrong? Is there still opportunity for that while you're running with fifty thousand other people? I think it shows up in different ways, you know, and, and perhaps we know this time, you know, with that, without the, the video camera, there's so many opportunities, I believe, that throughout I'll be able to, to encourage people and to cheer people on who are running, who are on the side, who are on the sidelines cheering us on, and maybe perhaps the opportunity to help somebody along the way will be there. You see, I'm not, I'm, I would love to run for time, but at the same, right. at the same time, um, I'm also looking to, I know for something like this marathon, it's my first one, to really enjoy Enjoy, enjoy the enjoy right. the journey, and you and will so, have. Um, I mean, I, I assume you will have some type of camera, iPhone, or something with you, right, or or not? Yeah, I am actually right. in the process of like you know building my vlog. I'm building like a, a, a video vlog of of my process of training, and then the day of. So I am going to have something that I'll dish out afterwards. That will right. just you know have a nice little clip around it. And like you mentioned, Nachum, it's really all for a great cause. It's it's, it's not just time to go and and run a marathon. You know, everything I try to do in life is, is with, a, with a deeper purpose. And, uh, and, it's, and it's for the kids. It's for the kids of High Lifeline that um, I'm showing up to do this. And it's, uh, it's a really simple and easy way. Team, TeamLifeline.org, you can find my, uh, under participants, my name, Mayor K, M-E-I-R-K-A-Y. And uh, you can give what you can. And why, you asked, why Team Lifeline? Why High Lifeline? Well, you know, this organization has been around for so many years, and they help incredible, incredible kids who show up to life with insane challenges, who are battling cancer and chronic illnesses, and they give them what it, the joy of life, and they remind them what it means to be a kid again, and they help the families with so many different types of resources. And I've seen firsthand for many, many summers and throughout the year what they do and how the transformation takes place, yeah. and I'm sold. I'm sold. So, yeah, I mean, um, look, so many people. Where I can, I, I try yeah. to help out. As you know, so many people in this audience are very familiar, both firsthand and secondhand, hopefully more secondhand, uh, with the work of High Lifeline. Uh, but there are also people listening who may not be, be as familiar, and uh, you're certainly going to help call attention to it. Go to teamlifeline.org, everybody. Teamlifeline.org. One of our favorites, Mayor K, is among the tens of thousands of participants in the New York City Marathon, and he is raising money. For High Lifeline, teamlifeline.org, when you look at the participants list, you look for Mayor K, M-E-I-R-K-A-Y. If you search by first name, it's M-E-I-R. If you search by last name, it's K-A-Y, teamlifeline.org, teamlifeline.org. Give as much as you can and help Mayor reach his goal and beyond in order to help the uh, the kids of High Lifeline. It is a, an amazing organization, a great effort. And uh, everybody on Team Lifeline, good luck to you at the New York City Marathon. Um, Mayor, what did you learn? (laughs) Obviously, you've done so many interesting things, including over the last few months. Um, So I could ask you (laughs) about about many of them, but let's concentrate on one. What did you learn from the experience of hydrating strangers in New York City, of actually going out on one of the hottest days this past summer and filling up cups of water and lemonade for strangers in New York. I don't know why I think if I would do that, I would be looked at a certain way and avoided for the rest of the day. Why, why didn't it work that way for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, that was one, uh, one amazing day. And uh, the summer is a great time here in New York. And, and it, it was just something, it was, it was a heat wave. 
And the responses were, were, were quite, quite amazing. I, I found this incredible hydration pack, backpack with this three-liter cylinders, two of them, <laughs> on that go on my back that connect to these dispensers. And I had a whole pack of the cups, and I'm running around New York City and literally giving out lemonade and water to the masses. And uh, it's incredible what a one cup of water, H2O, how far H2O could go. How many, really, how, many uh, do you, how many do you think you gave out total? Do you know? you have any clue? Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I mean, over 100? 100. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And, and what yeah, was, the, what just, was the best response? I mean, again, you know, for someone like me who thinks people would look at me really strangely, what were some of the really sweet responses you got? You know what it is? For me, the responses in this case were the, the shock and surprise. Like, why? You know, right. like, what? It's free? Like, in New York City also, there's always, and it seems like there's always a price to pay. There's always something. And, like, it's, it's like, hey, just I want, to, I want you to pass on that kindness to somebody else. I just want to see your smile. I just want to see how, you know, you have a great day. <laughs> and it just, sometimes you fall into this rat race, into this tunnel vision of existence here, and you forget how to live. And, uh, and, and that people matter. And you're not just, uh, you know, a number on a sheet of statistics. Like, you know, you're a person. You deserve to, like, feel good and to – and you have the power to make someone else feel good. So that's just a little reminder. And really it's less about the water, but it's really about the conversation that takes place around right. the water. Yeah, you know, it's like that's an opening to yeah. go ahead and say, hey, how are you doing today? What's going on? What can you do? Yeah. Uh, what can I do to help you? What can you do to make someone else's day better? Yeah, you're, so having, you're, really having, just a you're having your own beer summit a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> just just getting together exactly. and just getting together and shooting the breeze but without that initial cup of lemonade or, or lemonade or water it just wouldn't happen it just you know it just it, it, the, the encounter would uh, would never begin and you use it yeah, as an amazing way down. yeah mm-hmm. exactly it's pretty amazing yeah um, I'll, you know, you, you're spending all this time in Los Angeles. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when David Letterman did his first show in LA, when he left New York to do a week in LA, like 30 years ago, I'm sorry for showing my age. He comes out on stage and the first thing he says is, boy, there's so many differences between New York and Los Angeles. Did you know that in Los Angeles, the police officers do not accept tips? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was now, now. First, first of all, today out there it might be different. But what is the difference between New York and LA, and especially vis-a-vis the Jewish community? Is there any generality that you think is accurate that you could that you could tell us that that gives you a flavor of what's difference between different between us here and us there? Oh man, well, whew, the the Jewish community uh, uh, is focusing on the Jewish community. There's it's it's. It's so warm. It's so inviting there, and I mean that's the similarities. I would say, like it's it's right. really beautiful. So like how like how easy it is to just show up to a new city and um, and and just start getting invited for Shabbos and like getting getting integrated so easily. And, but it, but is it so um, much it, slower out there than here? And for you, who's high energy? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, totally, hundred percent. I mean, what drew me out there were for, for multiple reasons around work and and you know exciting to share, but. Beyond that, there's you know 100 days of more sunlight, and there's so many so many more options of nature, right. and so it runs in a lot of a slower schedule. 100. percent There's no way. There's no way in the world that I found that matches the energy of New York City. The moment I, I arrive back here in JFK and I get off the plane, right. I'm walking in a faster step. I'm and, just walking and, and fast. It's, and I don't it's even funny. Know why. And it's funny because we, you and I, always joke that people like me and you are either working 18 to 20 hours a day or focused on work. You know, even if we're not physically at work, where, you know, our heads are at work 18 to 20 hours a day. Is it different out there? You know what? Not, yes, yes. In some ways, I'm learning how to work um, smarter than more. And, and not, so I'm, I'm finding ways to 
to be able to like facilitate to grow and it's, it's awesome over here i feel like there's just like the buildings you walk down like you know the wind hits you because it's so it's so narrow and thin like you hit that there's like that sort of tunnel there's right. a tunnel vision in la things are just open and wide and for me it's allowing me to just open up and, and and with more space to to grow and to also take you know take better care of myself where in new york city i felt like i really was working 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 over there i'm finding a lot bigger balance between wow. work and play. Isn't it funny how the environment does that to somebody? How the environment forces you in a certain direction, both mentally and physically? It's interesting. Oh yeah, totally. It's it's um, you know the, that's also that famous saying, the, you know, show me your show me your, the five people that surround you, I'll show you your future. So like yeah. where you find yourself, the people that's who true. you interact with will definitely um, play a big true. role in uh, in how you are and who you show up to be. Well, I thank Mayor Kay for the big announcement this morning that he'll be flying an NSN, Nahum Siegel Network flag, for 26 miles as he goes through New York on the uh, first Sunday. Ah, it, no. <laughs> you gave it away I with gave, the whole NSN I, onesie. I gave, uh. I gave it away. That's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, folks, whether he is going to dress in anything NSN or not, we are encouraging everybody to support Mayor K. Uh, teamlifeline.org, teamlifeline.org. Mayor K is going to be able to do it. He'll be able to do mile 23, 24, 25, and 26, all of them. He'll be able, I'm really putting the pressure on you now. Go to teamlifeline.org, teamlifeline.org. You want to search for Mayor K under participants. If you're searching by first name, it's M-E-I-R. If you're searching by last name, it's K-A-Y. Well, um, enjoy your few days in New York City, Mayor K. Obviously, you'll be back at the beginning of November. And a real pleasure to speak to you this morning. And good luck with this. I hope that a lot of our listeners come through with donations. I hope that people in general help you achieve an amazing goal for the marathon and an amazing goal for Team Lifeline. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's really great to be back. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon, Malcolm, in, real, in, in, in the real world. Give you a big old hug. And for all those who are listening, have a wonderful, great day, and Shabbat Shalom. There he is, Mayor K. Shabbat Shalom to you, sir, and thank you.